Hello and welcome to season five of the Ebb and Flow podcast with Solomon Ezra. In this new season, we're focusing on holistic wellness and Hasidic Jewish wisdom so we can each thrive in body, mind, and soul. If you're new to this show or if you haven't seen it yet, a good place to start is the recent YouTube video or podcast trailer entitled Ebb and Flow, Holistic Hasidic Health. In that video or audio, you will hear all about this new season, who it's for, my newsletter that comes out every Friday, and coaching services. Please leave a review about today's show and today's guest on Apple Podcasts and head over to SolomonEzra.com or follow me on Instagram, King underscore Solomon 8 or Facebook, Solomon Ezra Brezen to learn more. And make sure to do something actionable today with your learnings and be sure to let us know via message or social media. Now onto the show. What do you need though? Wow. Nothing. Then you're good. <laughs> you're good. It's just a matter of getting beyond or getting out of my own way. You're the second person saying the same thing today. That's all about it, about that. Life is about that, getting yeah. out of your own way. Let's let's take that into now this interview. Okay. <laughs> Ipek, it's it's a pleasure to connect with you again. It's been almost a year as we were just doing on this in our Zoom call. You were already beginning to help me gain clarity and insight into what I've been doing since our last time connecting. I'd love to hear and I'd love for the audience and those listening to you to to get an idea of who is Ipek Williamson and uh, how she got into insight coaching. And you're also you're you're an author of a, a new it's a children's book little fauna who is who is loved and never alone i haven't had a chance to read it yet but the just looks so cute and you've you're also in the middle of a four week meditation masterclass on insight timer uh, awesome meditation app that i used to use and just some awesome great things i'm very active on linkedin so please bring us into the the world to your world thank you thank you so much solomon it's a pleasure to be with you again i missed you it's been a while <laughs> so it, this is a wonderful excuse to get together and talk again catch up um so since last year since i last talked to you lots of things happened uh, in my life and um yes i am an insight coach and meditation teacher i also uh call myself a meditation advocate mm -hmm. uh, because I am so passionate about it and I believe that meditation is uh, because it changes our um, brain chemistry yeah. uh, it is bringing uh, goodness positivity uh, everything that is uh, connected with growth and beauty in life so um since we last spoken, I yes, I became a, a meditation teacher with the Inside Timer app, and it was it started in May of last year, and um, I started to create uh, recorded meditations and uh, put them on the app. Uh, I chose that app because it is uh, free of charge, mm. and uh, unless you want to do more like take courses and do other stuff yeah 
the uh, recorded meditations and live events are free of charge and open to everybody. Uh, and that's exactly what I want to do. I want to um, reach out to as many people as possible uh, through a medium what, which is not going to cost them mm -hmm. uh, so that they can come and try meditation. And it has been a beautiful experience because... Uh, since then, I put out almost 50 meditations. I think I have 49 meditations there. Wow. Uh, and they were played for 55,000 times so wow. far. Did it, <laughs> did it start? Because as a coach, you one of uh, your offers is personalized meditations. So yes. is that how it kind of started? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I also... I'm getting uh, some um, requests from uh, people who have specific uh, pre preferences around meditation. Like some people want uh, just music or some people want a mantra meditation. Some people want a shorter meditation, whereas the other ones longer. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and it is a great gift to people to create a meditation unique, mm. uh, uniquely uh, created for them. And I also like to mention their name in the meditation uh, so that whenever they listen to it, like they internalize it and it's, feel it, uh, it internally that it is my meditation and was made for me. That's uh, so yeah, that's, that's how it came up. Uh, then, as you said, um, I, I'm also very passionate about children, mm -hmm. and I want them to grow up with uh, knowingness, knowingness of we are not alone, we are uh, safe, protected, and life is beautiful. Yeah. So, because if we can set up that, that set the mindset for uh, children as a default, that life is good, the world is beautiful, and people are there to help. So I want that to be their default rather than everything is scary. World is like a, overwhelming place and everybody i connect might be someone bad yeah so i want to give them <sighs> they really connect sorry sorry to um to jump in i have one question question i'll get to but it really connects with um we just celebrated the the holiday of perm i think i mentioned to you last time before mm -hmm. we rescheduled this yes. and if somebody were to come in and, and, and see, like we read the story of uh, Purim, it's called the Megillah of Esther. And Megillah also means concealment. Mm -hmm. And if somewhere, some outsider were to come in and, and listen, like in a synagogue, when we read it, it's a huge joyous celebration. Whenever we come across the evil character's name, we scream, boo, boo. And all this, we give him so much attention. And really that, is because like you're getting into with that mindset that we can look at the things that are evil 
in our life or, or concealed, mm -hmm. we were able to not be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. yes. it we can e extract the, the goodness that really what it's there to teach us, what it's there that we can learn from it. So it's, it's so beautiful. And I am sure you convey it in, in the book, but as well, I wanted to ask with what are the different uh, goals or intentions that you, that people ask you about creating personalized um, meditations, mm -hmm. because as an inside coach, I'm sure you, you help people kind of like we, you were just helping me a little bit before, like get out of our own way. So we can rise above the, the, the waves of the, mm -hmm. the water of worries and et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, well, in terms of uh, personalized meditations, um, especially people who are having difficulty with uh, self-confidence mm -hmm. uh, or um, limiting beliefs or uh, anything that is um, that is putting them in, con in touch with the scarcity rather than abundance or uh, being positive so that uh, they can be grateful of what, everything they already have. So people come with uh, specific subjects in general, the, the things that they are having difficulty in their lives. And, or if they have been through a trauma a childhood trauma or something for example they come and ask for a forgiveness specifically forgiveness forgiveness uh, meditation so um it is uh, so much uh, related to their personal experiences and what is missing and what they want to uh, make up for in yeah. their lives what about also with uh, like breaking habits or changing a yeah, yeah? Of course, that kind of stuff, uh, weight loss uh, or like transformation. Being, yes, absolutely. Like uh, quitting bad habits, uh, creating uh, positive habits. All those things are uh, on the list of uh, requests for sure. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So how, how did you get into the coaching? Well, and and in, the, and in the meditation mm -hmm. well actually uh, it all started with meditation i was an executive assistant uh, and i worked uh, in with top executives more than 20 years mm. uh, then uh, i during like last few years of my work uh, as an executive assistant i started to meditate and meditation because i was stressed very stressed and i was anxious so i thought meditation might help me and sure enough it started to it, it did more than helping me it started to transform me Since. so uh, my transformation through meditation took me to a place where i wanted to do more with my life I wanted to give back more. I wanted to touch more people's lives. And with the position I had, yes, I was making a difference in a few select people's lives, but it was so small number. Mm. I wanted to do good for thousands. Like this year, this 20, 
20, sorry, last year, 2020. Twenty twenty one or twenty. Sorry, sorry. Uh, my uh, New Year resolution was uh, to touch at least ten thousand people with my meditations. And at the time, there was no inside timer. There was nothing. I didn't even know how I was gonna do it. But yeah. that was what came to me. And then it was. December, January, February, March, April, nothing. In May, I started with Inside Timer. And by the end of the year, not 10,000, but 40,000 plays of my meditations wow. were like, <laughs> were on, there on the app. So, you know, when you have the intention uh, and belief, anything is possible. And that's why I'm saying meditation started first and meditation yeah. transformed me. And then came coaching. Same. Yes. And, and it's, um, it's so beautiful. Uh, it is like a, um, it's a part of um, like when you meditate, get to a certain wisdom level. Uh, it, it is like the fruit of it, pro product of it, like being wisdom and sharing that wisdom mm -hmm. in any way you can. So I, I love meditation. I love coaching. And I feel like this is my life purpose. This is, is why is I'm there, here. When, when you were first getting into meditation, what kind of, what, how, how how were you practicing it and how do you practice it uh, now mm -hmm. uh, i always liked guided meditations mm -hmm. uh, it is easier for me to um get into it and uh, in a way stop my mind from uh, wandering uh, but i i like all kinds at first i started with uh, guided meditation because it is the easiest for the new beginners and i always yeah. suggest that uh, but then uh, i when i didn't need any more uh, uh, guided meditations i only used some music listen to music and do mantra meditations or uh, just be silent and quiet and just uh, focus on my breathing or my uh, heartbeat uh, all kinds of meditations like I, I love yoga nidra for example it is a beautiful uh, meditation uh, type uh, so I try all of them I love them all vipassana nice. that was one of the first vipassana is when I, I went to a silent retreat mm -hmm. It's just so relaxing just to be present with the breath and the, mm -hmm. the sensations. Yes. And, and like you were touching on, sometimes the when we can just be present and okay with whatever's like right now, whatever solution we need will just kind of come on its own. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I believe that we are uh, creators of our reality. Mm -hmm. So what we uh, focus on grows, what we uh, intend uh, comes to us. 
So we need to be very careful with our intentions and our, um, our thoughts and feelings that we are giving out to the universe uh, so that the same kind of positive ones come back to us. Yeah. So how, how do you help your clients as well as the, just listeners be able to be more mindful of that as well as to gain insight in their their own lives you know often we can't see our own stuff as a saying i like to um or i've heard that i really enjoy mm -hmm. but also during those times when you know you can be pretty skilled at it let's say if we want to call this skill like being intentional and there's always room for improvement. Like uh, you and I were talking at the beginning of this is something I've been practicing for a while, but you know, we can, we can, whatever the case, however it may happen, we can get in our own way in another way. And also adopting that, that play that even when, you know, sometimes you are very intentional and you can create something that's very magical. Um, but even like um, right now, kind of in a little bit of handling a lot of things like a shaked up snow globe and how to really settle it all down and determine what's what's most important now or or like you asked me the question you know very simple question at the beginning the you know what brings you the most joy and how mm -hmm. to really just gain clarity on that yeah yes i i just ask questions i I am very mindful and very, um, I, I practice deep listening uh, with my clients. So um, what I try to do is coming in to my sessions, uh, like really with an empty mind so that I can focus 100% on what my client is talking about and needs and so that I can ask the right questions to go deeper to excavate what is in there that needs to be brought out and um, my my style of uh, coaching as I call it inside coaching is that I try not to give advice I only share my experiences or any stories that I could share uh, related with the uh, subject or situation, but mainly I prefer to ask uh, in questions, like deep questions, so that my clients bring out the, those insights that they already have in them, because the answers are within you. Mm -hmm. I am just the vessel to help you go there and bring them up. I am not the one who's, who would tell my client to what is right and what is wrong or what is the right step to take. I help them to find it themselves because, you know, it's all exactly like this, like a parent and a child mm -hmm. when you tell your child what to do 
when you tell them do this, do that, they react. They don't want to do it unless it's their own idea. Yeah. So that's the same thing, same uh, approach. I want my client to come up with their own solutions so that they can internalize it 100%. Yeah. How do you practice that deep listening for somebody that may be listening <laughs> to this <laughs> or watching well, it? I just listen with all my senses, like my eyes, my ears, my heart, and my soul. I feel every word echoing in my mind like whenever someone tell speaks to me yeah i have it in my head and i visualize it and mm. coming out it's it's a interesting um listening technique that i cre i created myself and i i use it so that i can pick up all the critical words yeah that are said but also between the lines what is not said that's I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that how that your use of this listening technique mm -hmm. i like just the deep listening and how how you begin to practice it and not just in a sense of with a client or like with my with myself and where you're you know, you, you kind of have to just let go of any um, analyzing, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. when we're listening to somebody, we may, you know, we have some judgments or some criticisms or, or some doubts about maybe what they're saying, and we take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, in, in a place of, um, with a client per se, and you're, you're there to help with them, you're, you're, you can prepare for that environment let's, if you're in a closed office or in a Zoom. Ideally, both people are in a silent place yeah. and you're there to help them. What about just practicing deep listening with oneself as well as you know, going throughout a day, being able to listen to the noise, so to speak, that's coming externally mm -hmm. and being aware of the different messages our own soul is giving us through our body. Yeah. Well, what I do to be 100% present is before every coaching session, I always meditate uh, because I, I want to center myself. I have to be centered and I have to leave my thoughts and feelings and emotions outside the door so that I can be there 100% for my client. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I just, I just listen. I just hear what they are saying. I, I hear everything, like the voice tone, how it changes, how the um, mimics change especially with the clients that I have been working for a while mm. from their face, facial mimics and everything I can tell. I, I don't even 
need to ask the question. I know what they feel, what they want, what they what what makes them uh, uncomfortable at times. Yeah. Or or whenever uh, we talk about uh, an idea from their first reaction, I can tell that idea. Mm -mm, no, it's not. It's not for her. She she's not. She doesn't feel right about this. Yeah. Because I can tell. I can see it. I can hear it. I can see it. And it's. Um, and I. As I said, I hear their voice, like I let the voice get into my mind and I hear the voice in my head. I cannot explain it well, but I don't know how to explain it, but I don't just hear it. I just listen it in my head, in my brain. I don't know how I can explain it. <laughs> Do you also get into like reading the body language? Is that something you had to practice or with over time, just noticing, like, did you learn some about body language or just a matter of being with some clients for some time, you began to pick up little quirks. Somebody did that was like, oh, that's information. Let me dig into that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. The reason I ask this also is for, for someone to, you, you, I'm sure you practice it on yourself as well. Like I used to pay attention to, you know, maybe I would talk about some subject or I would think about it and my leg would kick and I would, it would be like a sign, like, okay, something's there. Why is my leg mm -hmm. kicking? Or why is my, why am, when, you know, when your feet are pointed forward, and let's say you're talking to somebody about, uh, you know, a decision to make. If your feet are a little bit off to the side, it means you're not fully like intentional, like something's still not straight. Yeah. I imagine, by the way, that could, that could be a little challenging if, it's, if you're meeting with somebody over Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, but how did you practice that and for other clients as well as on, on your, with yourself? Yes, it is. And, not, and how, to, how to get to a place where you're not distracting yourself. Like sometimes I've experienced with, with myself, sometimes it's um, either so, let's just say intense, that I like to go to a float tank or somewhere where I can't distract myself for a allotted amount of time. And I just go straight into what's bothering me. And it, and it provides a lot of clarity. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that our body is uh, has a way to um, express everything to us, to our attention. Yeah. It is all about being mindful and noticing it. So yes, if if uh, if my body is telling me something, like. I feel something in my body, I always pay attention because everything has a reason. Everything happening in our body, any pain, any tension, any, uh, any gesture even, mm. while we are 
connecting or conversing with someone. And yes, we need to pay attention to ourselves and we also need to pay attention to the other person because uh, body language is, is actually something that never lies. Your words could say something else while your body is saying a totally different story. So um, that was the power of the, the revolution of the um, when they what was it when they first pub, um, put on video the presidential uh, debate uh, what mm -hmm. was was it do not car um, I forgot the presence at the moment but those who were listening thought that one guy won but those who watched saw no the other guy won yeah it's the power of I, I remember I was I, re, I read. Um, What's the book called? Shoot on body language. Um, the, the name doesn't come to me at the moment, but um, he also mentions in there, it's, a, it's an ex FBI agent, Joe Navarro. Mm -hmm. You familiar with the? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you remember the title? No, I don't. Well, I interviewed somebody else about it, but um, it'll come to us. Mm -hmm. But uh, he also writes about. Um, like not being so con not being so conclusive on one sign. So how do you pick up? Like, are you very observant in that? Okay, maybe the person twitches one way, um, and it gives off a sign that okay, maybe they're uh, insecure about this thing. Mm -hmm. But you you still look for other pieces of evidence to be able to to be conclusive. So how do you? What are some things that stick out that that give you signs or is it very unique to each individual? Well, like what, what about with me? <laughs> You've spoken with me a few times. Yes. I think you can pick up the different quirks. Yes. No, uh, for about you, uh, you are um, you are quite like inside and out. You don't have uh, much uh, difference what you are thinking or saying. Uh, I can tell that you are a genuine person uh, and uh, you don't have any difficulty uh, expressing yourself or articulating uh, your thoughts or uh, um, emotions. And also, um, I like the way you, uh, you really think before answering questions. You check in and then share what you're gonna share or you what you feel or think. And, um, and that's a good, good thing to have. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, but uh, in, in general, um, of course, you put together everything, just body language, face, eyes, words, tone of voice there are so many things and when you put them all together even if someone is twitching it doesn't mean that that twitch will change the whole uh, trajectory of communication yeah. it's very fascinating all the little pieces of yeah. information i'd love for you to touch on what one thing that seems to stick out is 
often when we feel different uh, discomfort, one one lesson that I've really resonated and sat with recently is when you feel a certain magnitude of discomfort, mm-hmm. you, we seem to have, or at least I'll speak for myself, um, okay, what do I do with this? How do I get this out? But really all that's required is, is the listening. Like the listening itself is an action. Like just to be able to sit with the discomfort or in a sense of floating with it, <laughs> with a float tank, the, the, there is no doing that necessarily needs to be done. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, could you comment a little further, further mm-hmm. on that? that what, it's, 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 I find it really interesting that where, mm-hmm. where did this idea that, oh, I have to do something to, to get out of this um, situation come but really that's not not necessarily the case the doing kind of just happens when you just be absolutely and you know what uh that's the right thing to do anyway because you cannot deny your uh your emotions or your thoughts or your feelings none of that you need to sit with it you need to accept and allow it only then you can get out of that when you're done with it, when you're done processing it, you can get out of it. Let's say like grief, you lost someone. If you don't let yourself go through every stage of grief Mm. and go back to your daily life as if nothing happened, it will come back and bite you. That's very, it's interesting you brought that up in uh, the great, great Jewish sages even brought up and instituted whenever somebody, it's called sitting Shiva, when somebody dies, mm-hmm. you, you have to mourn for seven days, you can't go back to, to work, mm-hmm. it might, yeah. there might even, I'm sure there's even more laws behind it, but it, uh, to be able to honor those emotions. Yes, I mean, and you need to, you need to uh, honor, Uh, honor is a very good word for it, yes, you need to honor that, you need to honor yourself, and give the time to yourself to go through it, you cannot, there are things that you cannot go around, you only can go through, Hmm. because if you go around, you're going to turn around and come back to the starting point interesting what about with the depending on some individuals there's what about the things that are there's such a high emotional quotient to it how do you help somebody listen and also be joyous within it because there are some things it's not that matter of you can't just listen even if you listen really deeply it's not just going to go away within, you know, even a year. Mm-hmm. Let's say some things really just you. It's it's a matter of being with for however slow the growth may be. Like some some mm-hmm. things just take a little bit of time on the on a time scale. Yes. To to process through. Yes. Yeah. Uh, of course. Some things are a little bit easier to deal with and 
get through and uh, process and go with it. But some things uh, are very life-changing, which requires longer uh, times to to work. You need to work on it. And uh, when, when that's the situation, that's the case, again, you need to give yourself the permission to feel it, to live it, and to go through it as long as it takes. You cannot, um, you cannot uh, force a tree to grow, right? I was it just thinking will, about that. A, a, yes, a tree. Like, take a, yes, it will like take it's a like, certain... It's like uprooting a tree as well as, force, as you're saying, exactly. growing it. Exactly. It will take a certain amount of time and it's okay. As long as, long as you don't judge yourself for taking the time because it's your right, uh, then do and be whatever needs to be and then move on when you can when you're ready you brought up the it's still in the um, topic of listening and listening to the body because the body really holds the the soul's tells mm-hmm. how do you differentiate and really become attuned to honoring the body and not allowing it to kind of run like run the program per se mm-hmm. like let's say um let's say like even with sleep like waking up like it's you want to be able to honor the body but honoring the body doesn't necessarily mean just doing what it um whatever its instincts are. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you understand the question? Can I get on it? Well, I, I'll, ask, I'll answer the way I understand it. Um, our body is our temple. And what we do with it is about our choices, like how we honor it, how we treat it through the um, exercise that we do or we don't do, through the foods that we consume or we choose not to consume, or um, how we look at ourselves, how we see ourselves, how we love, how we look. So um, it is a very personal relationship that we have with our bodies and when we um, show the respect and love that our body deserves yeah then it becomes a good relationship mm. between our being and our physical body your, your your answer helped me reframe the question and what the examples you brought up like exercise or nutrition mm-hmm. um because we can also be rigid in uh, exercise or nutrition, like, oh, I've got to work out today, or I've, I've got to get up at this time, and I've got to eat this type of nutrition uh, diet. Mm-hmm. But to, to, to really practice getting into a intuitive place, like, 
to really get to a place where you're honoring the body that you can tune in and say, let's say even you're, a, you're on a workout program, mm -hmm. but <laughs> at least how, how I grew up is, you know, you would have a, a feeling, a feeling I don't want to work out today, mm -hmm. but you would push through that because it's just a feeling, you know, you got to work out today. Mm -hmm. But now it's how do you really to really tune in and no, I'm, I'm not, this isn't an excuse. I'm not just deciding not to work out because I don't feel like it, but I'm really tuning in and honoring the body and mm -hmm. that, you know, I shouldn't work, not that I shouldn't, but I'm going to listen to myself and not work out today, or I'm going to eat this um, delicious piece of cake, yeah. etc. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I always believe that life is something that we have, we should have things to savor. Mm. Savoring is one of the best parts of life. And if our body is feeling tired one day and it wants to relax and lie down and maybe meditate instead of exercising, mm. then it's perfectly fine. I mean, listening to our body means that maybe doing the things that we need to do in general, because sometimes you feel like you don't want to exercise and then afterwards you go ahead and exercise and, and you feel oh, I'm so glad I did yeah. because I was feeling like I didn't want to, but then I did and I feel much better now. And so, yes, if that's the case, you can tell. You can tell if you are being uh, like lazy or if you really don't feel like yeah. I'm, I'm feeling really tired today. I, I don't, I, I don't feel like, exercising at all then then don't push yourself mm -hmm. in terms of food like a, a piece of beautiful cake yummy you can indulge yourself and have some as long as you know that you have room for it interesting but savoring anything like a conversation, a piece of cake, some vigorous exercise, anything that is giving you joy and excitement and positivity, positive feelings, mm. then go for it. Follow your joy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. With everything. Awesome. When... I, I turned 50 a few years ago, a few, like a couple of years ago. <laughs> I, uh, I decided on my birthday that from this day on, I will not do anything that doesn't give me joy, joy in life. And coaching and teaching meditation are my sources, resources of joy in life so that's how i stay healthy and happy and young <laughs> amazing
Amazing. Well, Ipek, it's it's been a pleasure to to be to be with you again, to speak, mm -hmm. to to learn from you, and to hear about all the awesome creations that you're doing and sharing. And please continue spreading that that light and joy. Thank you. And uh, it's I think uh, this has been really an awesome uh, time, really learning how to listen and really deep deep mm -hmm. listening whether it's for oneself or others and also just listening to what's going on in the world that's what's really important nowadays yeah so thank, you try you. to you try to practice that when you speak with someone try to hear their voice echoing in your head hmm. listen to the voice echoing in your head yes that's uh, wow nice <laughs> thank you so and, much and to be able so, to learn how to listen to oneself with within that because we can also have a lot of those voices echo <laughs> yes yes absolutely awesome. thank you so much it how, can, how can people um, check out your meditations or go to your website as well as on linkedin how can people find you of course i'm on linkedin uh, and Actually, the best way is just Google me, Ipek Williamson. I have my website, ipekwilliamsoncoaching.com. Uh, on Insight Timer, uh, when they search my name, Ipek Williamson, my profile would come up. And when, when you, you go to Google and put my name up, It'll you get everything. <laughs> nobody, nobody took the SEO of, uh, over your name. It's all yours. No. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Apec, it's a pleasure and I'm looking forward to maintaining uh, the touch and continuing to, to help each other grow. Of course, Solomon. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. I hope this episode brought you some really great value. If you enjoyed any of these episodes or would like to hear more, please leave me a review on Apple or Anchor Podcast. I'm always looking out for topics to learn and talk about, gifts to share, and value to bring to us all. For more updates, please check out SolomonEzra.com. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N-E-Z-R-A. That's where you can si also sign up for newsletters, read about blogs, and hear my different podcasts. Take care.